episode of Blur Talk Podcast brought to you by the Blurred Initiative. Uh, today we're going to discuss um, mental health. This will be a mental health wellness check episode. Uh, it's going to be part one of two. There's going to be um, in part two, the other members is going to join in and discuss their mental health and how it is at this point. Um, if it was any issues before, have they have overcame those issues? Uh, are they seeking therapy, et cetera? Um, this particular episode would be just me. Uh, uh, mental health, from what I can see, has gained a lot of attention over the years. And I'm glad to see that it's gotten attention over the years and people are becoming more self-aware of what they're going through. And not it's not it's not as taboo to talk about it anymore. For those who don't know me, mental health is like priority number one. Like I treasure my mental health over everything and anything in the world, almost. Um, I suggest that uh, everybody take time out to evaluate their mental health because if you don't, then you don't want to fall into an abyss or in a pit of despair and I mean, and seek unhealthy methods to remedy the situation. Uh, but first we gotta discuss what is depression. Uh, in my terms, depression is when you just don't want to just get up and go anymore. When like simple things like taking a shower, you don't wanna get up and just take a shower and just take care of yourself. You don't want to, uh, you know, like, you just don't want to do anything. You just want to lay in bed and just look at the ceiling. You, When you have suicidal thoughts, when you completely lack any motivation, as I was saying a few seconds ago, to do anything. It's also when you have trouble sleeping um, or you can't sleep at all. Then there's, like, loss of appetite. You don't eat or you lose weight because of lack of eating or you gain weight because you're overeating and i mean it, these are things that not necessarily mean that you're depressed but these are potential symptoms of depression if you simply like lose interest in the things that you enjoy like if i were to i play video games all day all all the time can't stop won't stop right so if i all of a sudden stop playing video games, then that's the issue. That's a huge issue. That's a red flag, if I ever seen one. Um, it's, it's hard to, well, maybe it's not as hard as it used to be, but there have, it's kind of hard to admit when you're down. If that make any sense? Am I making any sense? I'm gonna put it like this. It's hard when you feel like you don't have anything to live for, but you do. Everyone has something to live for. You may not see it. You may not understand it right now, but you do. So uh, for anybody who was listening and going through depression, don't give up. You have something to live for. Just keep fighting, keep moving forward. Uh, as far as how I combat depression. For, first, I need to go seek therapy. I need to go therapy. 
I don't go to therapy. I don't have any stigma against therapy. I don't have any, uh, like, I don't frown upon it. I just haven't personally made the effort to go do it. I, I should. I haven't. I will. Maybe. But I, my first piece of advice, my first piece of unsolicited advice is don't worry about what's out of your control. It's sometimes it's easier said than done. I know it's not uh, always easy to not stress. Like if you can't pay your bills or your rent, then I mean, that's probably in your control and you can probably just work more hours if you have the job. But if you have to pay rent and you don't have a job, I can understand how that will severely stress you out and that will bring you down and you feel like you have nothing. Only worry about what you can control. If Joe Smo at work is doing too much, whatever that may be, that's out of your control. Like, for lack of better words, fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, just don't stress yourself out about what other people are doing that ain't got nothing to do with you. Now, that's just my approach. That may sound selfish, but I mean, I am a selfish person. So, I mean, it is what it is with that. Uh, that's how I deal with it. I do sometimes at times feel down. I do at times feel like I have nothing to show for what I've in my life. I have nothing. I have not accomplished anything. It takes my friend, my family and friends to remind me of the stuff I have accomplished. And it, it also, thankfully to them, that I know that I am worth something. Um, everybody has their own worth. You should not stack your worth against other people's worth. Don't compare yourself. That's mistake number one. I used to compare myself to my brother because I felt like he was accomplished. And if I didn't meet the same accomplishments or the same level that he did, I felt like I was worthless. So, I mean, with that, with that being said, it's... Uh, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a battle. My brother, when I was a teenager, I was uh, extremely angry. Like I used to lash out a lot. And I mean, I don't know if that's a the typical teenager thing that teen the typical thing that teenagers go through. But it, I realized later down the road that I was uh, subconscious subconsciously angry for the lack of a father figure in my life so I knew who my father was I knew where he was but his lack of uh I guess attention at the time uh just set me down a, a darker path than others I mean everybody don't react things the same way um but that sent me down a very darker path and I just, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just, at one point I just couldn't deal with it. Um, I mean, thankfully we hashed it out. We, we talked about it. We got it squared away. And now we've been good for years for like a couple of decades now. So, oh no, I take that back a decade now. So, or even more, I don't know. Either way, point is we talked it out. We, discuss the issues we have with each other 
and we came to a consensus or a conclusion, I guess I should say, and it all got worked out. And that leads me to my next point. You have to talk out, talk about your problems. Holding in your issues is not gonna help nobody at all, especially not you. You holding everything in is going to make things so much worse than what it needs to be. All you gotta do is open your mouth, communicate. I can't stress that enough. Like communicating and being aware of yourself. Once you are aware of yourself, then nothing matters at that point. And when I say nothing matters, that means that nothing should stop you from getting better or finding a better place. Another thing that you have to do is another piece of unsolicited advice is get rid of the toxic people in your life. If somebody's toxic, like no, truly toxic, like I can play toxic. I'm only toxic, like as far as like maybe the workplace, but as far as relationships, friendships, uh, significant others, partners, if that person is being toxic and sucking you dry, you have to get rid of that person. Get rid of all the stuff that's making you depressed. It's easier said than done for most. I know it's easier said than done for me because once I'm in, I'm in. And it's hard to pull out of the relationship once I'm fully invested. Because nobody wants to admit failure. Uh, nobody wants to admit that it's not going to work out. You want everything that you put your time and effort into to work out. Sometimes, sometimes it don't work that way. I mean, that's just going to have to be an L you're going to have to take. Um, but once you, once you get over, well, no, I don't want to say get over. Once you get away from toxic people and the toxic behaviors of friends, that would be another step and getting rid of anything that's bringing you down. As far as, uh, as, far as uh, me and 2021, 20, it was kind of a roller coaster. Um, as you may or may not know, um, I have this podcast. I'm trying to do this podcast and be successful. Um, I mean, success to me is a brand. Uh, building upon what I already have, uh, hopefully for monetary gain. And I would like to create another revenue stream for me and my family. Um, and there was times where I was getting down because things was not happening at the speed that I wanted to. But uh, I mean, even though that may or may not be in my control, I mean, I can market and all that stuff, which is kind of hard actually, but I can do all these things. But I mean, it's, it's, uh, it can be a struggle when you compare yourself to other podcasts, which is why I said, don't compare yourself to others. Um, anything can snowball into something that it don't need to be. And so when I was starting to have that, uh, starting to have that reaction to the other podcasters that I see that I also listen to and, you know what I'm saying, pick up little things from, I realized that 
me comparing myself was making me feel down and I was becoming depressed. Like I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to do that. I'll beat myself up over something that I shouldn't have even beat myself up over in the first place. Um, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it was unhealthy, very unhealthy for me to be like that. So I stopped comparing myself. I do my work. Uh, I put in my, I put in the work. I do what I can to make sure that this podcast is what the best that it can be. And hopefully it will. As far as, uh, as far back to when I was younger in my teenage years, another thing that helped me out of my depression was my brother. He always quoted uh, Yoda and anger leads to hate and anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. And he's always quote these things to me and I hated it at the time. I'm like, no man wants to hear that shit, right? But come to find out, that may have been the best thing he have ever said to me. Uh, he, he may not realize this, but he's helped a lot. He's brought things from, he brought me from a dark place a few times. Uh, and if he's going to listen to this, I want to thank him for that. For if he's not listening, then thank you for that. Y'all heard me say it. <laughs> so, so, uh, I mean, it's just things like, like that. Uh, it makes makes you want to strive to be better and, and just make sure that you clear your head of all toxic thoughts like suicidal thoughts um, that with him and uh, the clearing up with the issues with my father uh, helped me become a lot calmer. It has helped me become uh a lot easier to manage my emotions as I got older. Another thing that also kind of brought me down a lot that was not really in my, it's definitely not in my control is my mortality. The older I get, the more of concern I am about my mortality, the more aware I become of my mortality, the more worried and scared I get of my mortality because you never know when it's your time to go, no matter how old or young. The pressure I felt to trying to uh, bring something to the table as far as legacy, as far as passing down to my child, um, that motivated me. On the flip side of that, I'm racking my brain day in and day out on well, I was racking, racking my brain. Well, sometimes I am now, but racking my brain in and out uh, all day, all night to figure out what can I do to make her life as easy as possible after I'm gone. So like I said, it's just the same coin on one side is motivation. It brings me focus. But then on the other side, it's like, but what if I don't achieve X, Y, Z? Now that, people, is the most depressing thing for me. Because every, I would like to think, I would hope that every parent wants their child to be successful and want them to be successful. 
when the parent is gone and they become the best that they can be and legacy gets passed down through the generations. And that became very important to me since I entered my thirties. But as far as the mortality, I can't control that. When I go, I go. I mean, I can be safe. I can like put my seatbelt on and, you know, pay attention while I'm driving or don't go in dangerous areas. But even then, you still, you never know, right? So that's out of my control. So I've become a lot calmer and I decided not to worry about it as much as I used to. Although I do self, I guess, heavy air quotations, self-medicate by playing video games, I do recommend that anybody that's feeling any of the symptoms that you seek therapy, therapy is a must, therapy is priority, therapy, 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 seek it, don't be afraid of it, don't worry about what other people say about you as far as therapy, um, if you do worry about it, if you, if you do worry about that, then what the hell, why, why are you stressing about that, it's so absurd to be, uh, try for people to dog somebody out for trying to be better, but there's people out there like that, man, we call them haters, so let the haters motivate you to be the best you can be and seek therapy if you're feeling like you these symptoms are becoming more and more of a thing as i said before in the beginning such as like feeling sad or having a depressed mood loss of interest in things you like lack of appetite lack of energy lack of sleep uh feeling worthless um having uh you can't focus um suicidal thoughts if you have any of those seek help don't lash out at nobody because i mean you're going to damage a lot of relationships like that and then, then you become one of the toxic people that i told you to stay away from so i'm uh I've, I've i've actually googled uh depression right and just to rattle off some some stats and it says uh I'm going to put the link to the website in the description. I don't, I honestly don't know how credible this is, but it's an interesting talking point. So it said depression affects an estimated one in 15 adults, which is 6.7 uh, in any given year. One in six people, 16.6, will experience depression at some time in their life. It can occur at any time, but on average, it appears late teens to mid 20s. I can agree to that. I can agree. Um, I, when I was in my early 20s, I've had, uh, I had suicidal thoughts. I don't, I don't exactly remember what I was dealing with at that time. I believe it may have been the whole father thing. Um, but it's a good thing that even though I had suicidal thoughts, I didn't follow through because not long after I had those suicidal thoughts, my daughter was born. So if I would have had these suicidal thoughts and then if I would have gotten through with it my child would have been a father and if anybody knows me that knows my daughter or knows of her knows how strong a relationship that me and her has how much she is like me and I'm super relieved and thankful that I did not take that unhealthy alternative I mean I just I I feel like I can't imagine how her life would have been like without me here. 
And for those who have, I'm saying that to say for those who have suicidal thoughts, imagine that your loved ones will feel while you're gone. Imagine how you not being here, not being anchored on this earth will affect them. Just imagine. If it, if you feel like no one would care if you're still here, somebody does. Somebody does. Don't ever believe for not a second that no one will not miss you while you're gone. Someone will. Um, I don't know each other's circles as far as family and friends, but someone will miss you and remember you. And just, just don't put that burden on someone. Uh, so as far as the article, back to the article, uh, women are more likely than men to experience depression. Uh, they said some studies show that one third of women will experience a major depressive episode in their lifetime. Um, for any uh, women that are listening, I mean, do you feel like that's true? Because personally, I don't know any. Um, I, I haven't. That's strange. I haven't heard any woman admit to depression. I'm not saying that as a as an overcast on on a woman, but um. I've heard it more from men, young black men, that have admitted to their depression. Um, not saying that women can't get depressed or can't communicate or can't uh, display emotion. Well, with that being said, um, it's, uh, I think, I mean, maybe they just haven't opened up to me. I'm not saying that they haven't said it out loud. They just haven't said that out loud to me. I mean, into each his own. I'm not mad at you. Maybe I'm just not the person you feel like you can come to. I mean, that's unfortunate to, to a degree, but as long as you admit it to yourself. Um, the article also states that some studies show that one third of, uh, oh, wait, I read that already. There is a high degree of heritability, excuse me, approximately 40% when first degree relatives have depression. That's an interesting fact. I can't speak on that right now, um, but I really feel like that's an interesting fact. According to this article, a fun fact or question mark, asterisk by fun fact, depression can run in families. This is, for example, if one identical twin has depression, the other has a 70% chance of having an illness sometime in life. That's interesting. I need to look into that. I need to look into facts in that. Uh, I need to research that indefinitely. So um, this is personality, people with low self-esteem who has been easily overwhelmed by stress, who are generally pessimistic, appear to be more than likely to experience depression. I can agree with that as well. Um, I used to have um, a worst case scenario mentality. I always used to think worst case scenario because I felt like, uh, I mean, I need to be prepared for the worst case scenario. But I mean, if, and that is a very pessimistic point of view. <laughs> That is definitely half empty, um, but it's just that uh, I just need needed to understand that that was unhealthy thinking, and now I'm like the most, or maybe not, but I am very optimistic. Sometimes overly optimistic. Sometimes I just like I'm just a realist, and I'm like, no, this is not working. This is not going to work. This is like the facts is the facts. Bottom line, this is trash. It's not going to work. Uh, environmental factors, continuous exposure to violence, neglect, abuse, or poverty may make some people more vulnerable to depression. 
yeah, it's neglect for sure. Um, neglect, neglect, in uh, is a. I would say that's probably the main factor out of those other uh, options as far as environmental environmental factors. Um, I would say neglect will make you feel unloved. It will make you feel like no one on this earth loves you for people that, um, well, let me backtrack. Neglect will make you feel like no one that you love loves you. And that's probably one of the worst feelings ever. That was why I felt the way I felt about my father. Like I know my father wasn't, I feel like the father should always be there for the child, right? So because I felt like I was neglected, uh, we're not gonna argue if I was or not. I mean, I felt like I was neglected. So therefore that led into, uh, I fell into a spiral of anger, um, depression. I fell into all of that because of the uh, lack of attention. There's, um, there's also um, other treatments for depression. Um, the best thing I do for myself, like as I said before, is self-medicate. There's also medicine uh, prescribed by a therapist or uh, what's the other one? It's another one. Um, oh, well, well, no, self-medication. Uh, and when I say self-medication, I'm not saying like as far as the pills or whatever type of medication that the therapist gives you, but I'm saying it's like taking life, taking your life by the reins and taking life and can, um, taking your life and, you know, like doing everything you can, doing what you enjoy and forcing what you enjoy back onto your life. That's what I mean by self-medicating. Now, as far as the actual medication that's provided by a therapist, I mean, if you want to self-medicate that, like, then that's on you. There's other things that you can do to uh, to cope. Uh, like I said, like a self the self-medication, quote unquote, is me coping or self-helping. Um, it gives me what I need to get through the day, uh, like the like playing the video games, um, running, doing these podcasts, playing the video games. Uh, uh, running the Discord server, you know what I'm saying building that gives me the strength I need to move forward. My daughter, video games, my partner, my family, my friends, all of those combined give me the energy to move forward. Um, when a quick side story, quick tangent, it's gonna be the last one, I promise. When I had my suicidal thoughts, my brother made me promise him that I won't ever go through with it. And so when I made that promise, that promise locked into my brain. And so that's another uh, reason. I always encourage healthy alternatives to self-treatment. As in like, don't do drugs. Don't like, I mean, some people feel like drinking or doing drugs will help, but that will harm you long-term. It may help you at that moment in time, but it's gonna like hurt you long-term. Um, so I suggest healthier alternatives, therapy, as I've been saying this whole entire episode, therapy, uh, doing what you enjoy. And I think once you got that, I think you'd be good to go.
And with that being said, this will conclude this episode. Um, if I was rambling, my bad. I just think this is uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to cover. It's such a broad uh, topic. Um, I hope that uh, you could relate to some of the things. I hope that as a, uh, listeners, you get to know me, uh, the host, Dantello, um, a little bit better. I feel like I have made strides in my mental health. And um, I'm just glad that you was here listening, helping with this journey. Um, I hope that, and I wish, uh, I hope that y'all have a good journey and I wish y'all the best. Thank you for listening and I'll see y'all next time.